and welcome to the Meditation Conversation, the podcast to support your spiritual revolution. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and today I am so happy to be joined by Michael Massey. Welcome, Michael. Thank you, Kara. Good to be here. So I wanted Michael to come on today to talk about his spiritual awakening that happened many, many years ago now. And we actually talk about this in episode 33, which is something that both of us refer a lot of people to. It's a really great episode. It carries an amazing vibration, but there are a ton of people who are going through their own version of a spiritual awakening right now. And so it just seemed like something that made sense to revisit and get out there with a fresh episode, because once you do start having a spiritual awakening, especially if it's a quick and powerful one, because it can happen bit by bit, little by little, or you can have a big change all at once and have really no frame of reference for what's happening. So it's really helpful to be able to look back at other people's experiences and relate them to what's happening with you right now. In that spirit, I wanted to revisit this story, get it down again, and and know that it will be helpful to people who are having their own version of it. This is a great episode with Michael Massey revisiting his spiritual awakening story from his first appearance on Meditation Conversation. We touch a lot of great ground here about kundalini awakenings, ascension symptoms, multidimensionality, and a whole host of great information that will be really helpful for those who are going through spiritual expansions. There's some fascinating info in this episode, so let's get started. But really quickly, just a quick word about Kamuso. Take control of your stress with this beautiful and powerful tool. There's no app, batteries, or chemicals involved. It's a beautiful product that you wear that induces a proven breath technique that calms you down. It's really a great product. Check out episode 240 where I talk to the founder, Todd Steinberg. That episode is packed with incredible insight about how to calm your body and mind. So visit Camuso and use promo code Goodwin 15 to get 15% off. And you can check out all the partners of the Meditation Conversation podcast through the meditationconversation.com. And now enjoy this episode. So thank you so much for being here, Michael. You're welcome. Thank you. And let's start by talking about where you were pre-spiritual awakening, how things were going in your life and what you were like before you were a mystic and a shaman. <laughs> I was a geek. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Having got my degree in engineering, Rose Holman Institute of Technology over there in Terre Haute, I went into the workforce then into the field of telecommunications, information technology, and that was my former life in my career was really in that field and in a variety of capacities and in terms of being both an engineer and then being involved in business and ultimately led me to starting my own software company out there in Los Angeles. And, you know, that over the first decade of this millennium, my life was wrapped up in that. And anybody who's an entrepreneur knows that when you start a business, it's like birthing a child. 
and you put, you put your heart and soul into raising this child. And then for me in 2008, it was just a kind of a perfect storm of multiple different factors came in and it really wiped me out. And I had to close the business and I moved, I ended up, I just left Southern California and I, and I moved back to Indiana for a couple of years and I was really in a, just in a grieving process and I didn't know what to do with my life. And I applied to some graduate schools and programs for cognitive science, thought maybe that's the direction I would go, but I really, my heart wasn't in anything. And I was in an incredible amount of physical pain at the time as well. And no doubt that all the, the stress of the stress and the grief and all that was contributing to this. And so not being able to turn a key in a door or walk, take a single step without excruciating pain because I had arthritis throughout my body so bad. My fingers are swollen up. It was a really rough time. And that's when I was, I got to the point where I just, I was like ready to end it all. And it's funny, not funny, ha ha, but for everyone out there is to realize is that the primary catalyst that triggers the spiritual awakening happens to be crises. And it just is that way. We're funny little critters, us humans. But when we just go along and life is good, we have no reason to go beyond whatever routines and however we've boxed our life up. And we will stay just comfortable in that. And so it generally takes some big catastrophe in order to bring us to a point where inside we start asking these questions that are existential in nature of what's the meaning of life? What's the purpose of all this? Why am I here? And who am I? And all this. And once those questions start being asked authentically, which a crisis can totally facilitate that's when a transformation process starts to, to kick off. Yeah, I agree with that a lot. You see that a lot. And, and part of me wonders if that historically has been true. And then now with where we are in terms of the energetics of the planet and what's hitting the planet from outside, I believe that there are a lot of people that are just getting hit with it just because it's time for them. And not necessarily it needing to be a catalyst, but I think historically that has been, that's, that was how I came through as well was through tragedy. What I'm seeing just anecdotally, some of this stuff now is just what is going, I was, everything was okay yesterday. And now I'm just launched into like, <laughs> why do I feel like this? Where's this energy coming from? I wear these like it, there's not necessarily now always that. I don't know. Again, it's anecdotal, but. Yes, and not having done some kind of extended year historical study tracking what. <laughs> yeah. It is consistent with the overall acceleration of things. And there's this kind of thing is everyone who goes through a spiritual awakening becomes part of the evolution of that process such that generation by generation what took what's what took me four years to move through 
it can be moved through, you know, today in a much shorter, maybe four months, mm, you know? Yeah. So there's, that's the whole kind of logarithmic acceleration is that generation by generation. And that's the whole point of it too, is if I go through a bunch of hardships, my gift to the rest of the world is, Hey guys, you don't have to go through what I went through because mm -hmm. I already did that part. So let's not reinvent the wheel. And there's enough that we all have to go through. So everybody's do their own thing. And so the kind of ideas we share with each other such that we can make this journey more enjoyable and not require the same level of difficulty. Yeah. yeah. So what did it look like for you as you hit that precipice where it was like, I don't even know if I want to go forward with my life. And right. then there was like, what did that sort of catalyst look like from that point to launch you into the, the spiritual realm? Yeah, I began with the choice when I was faced with, I had to choose life or death. And that's really important thing. And something that, that everyone wants, you know, with so much suicide rates on the rise and that kind of thing, especially amongst the younger group, is there's the importance of just being honest. And sometimes it's like the aspects of ourselves, they want to die. And but it and that, that there shouldn't be so much judgment upon that. And this is an important thing, but we have to realize which what do we really want inside? And once you made the choice, and for me, I had, a, I was going through this time and, but it was actually a buddy that I had known since I was three years old that committed suicide that was able to snap me out of, of where I was at and was a trigger, a catalyst that, that when I saw the effect of him making that choice, that I decided not to follow suit with that. And so then I made a choice inside to live. And then from there, it's just getting behind that choice. And so I made that choice and then things began to unfold from there. And to the, to the point of like where we are right now, and I think what's happening right now, and could be wrong, is that the, a lot of people are asking those existential questions, even though they personally may not have, they don't need a personal drama of an incredible crisis. So the, the, the crisis serves to elicit asking those questions. Mm, yeah. We actually can skip the crises and go straight to just asking those questions, but they can't just be flip it like a curiosity thing. It's a genuine, do I really, who am I? And what is the meaning of all this? And what's my purpose for be being here? If you honestly ask that question, then the whole universe will start bringing the answer to you. And then it will set you on the course for your life to be the, your life itself becomes the answer to that question. You become the living fulfillment of your purpose here. Mm. But it begins with the question. Right. And then your life becomes the answer. Right. And anybody who's listening to this, it's fair to assume they are asking these types of questions or they wouldn't be drawn to material like this. So that I'm sure that's resonating very much with people who are listening. And so that's, yeah. So then you really have, you have the choice to live, you have the questions to ask. And then from there, it can, and it can unfold in a, a, a 
few different ways. And it's going to be, mm, it's not necessarily the same formula for everyone. Everybody. Yeah. What right. did it look like for you? For me, it was really dr dramatic. So I went through what some folks would call a Kundalini awakening. And that's, mm -hmm. and this is the more dramatic and quicker, but riskier method or way for awakening to take place. And now a Kundalini awakening, what happens is there's this, there's this coiled energy at the, at the base of the spine. And it, when it activates and it starts spiraling up like a serpent. And when it happens, you can, once it's initiated, you can't stop it. It's, mm -hmm. it's a, you get on this ride and you're on the ride and it's gonna, and that energy is just gonna basically burn through. It's just gonna burn through your whole, every kind of conceivable notion of what you thought your existence was about. And it's gonna pretty much, it'll kind of lay everything to waste as it reconstructs and rebuilds a whole new energy body. Mm. And so it's pretty in, intense and the symptoms and when you're going through kind of leaning away, it's big time power surges that are, that can have very, very real world effects. It can affect life forms around you. It can, it can EMP blast. I had a power surge that took out that came up and surged out of me in blue transformers and took out 10,000 homes. And uh, explain that a little bit when you, it. what your experience was with that. Yeah, I felt this, I felt it like a buzz or electricity building and storing within my body. And then this, and then this energy came rushing up, up the old chakra column and it hit me in the heart. And then this big blue light went boom that I could physically see with my eyes. I felt it like a proof and it. And then I literally saw this blue light flash and then the whole neighborhood goes dark. Wow. And then the, and the next day, then there was an article in the paper of a mysterious power outage <laughs> <laughs> affecting 10,000 homes. I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. And then for a while after that, but I like I blew several starters in my car lights flickered and I couldn't use a computer it would just fritz out technology just fritz out on me all mm -hmm. the time and so it was a really weird period and so for about six months my there's this literally this new energy system that's activated that's not etheric I mean it could be etheric, but there's this whole physical component. And so that's one of the things that's going to be really the very physical nature of a Kundalini awakening is it's going to have components like that. So it's, and it's pretty common for people to report weird stuff happening with technology. Mm -hmm. yeah, and like you say, with the impact on other sentient life, where you're affecting the energy of others or yeah just coming into it's not just the electricity that's say running through the current in the body but this is producing a field and that this field that actually surrounds the body and then becoming into the awareness that oh wait it's everything is creates fields so there's actually a field interaction between all things mm 
-hmm. and that that in the, like the 3d mentality then the physical world is a collection of discrete objects of uh, this is me this is a headset this is a coffee cup so mm -hmm. forth and so on and what happens through the awakening is that the paradigm begins to shift into understanding yes this is a coffee cup but there's actually a field around this coffee cup and so the interaction that i have with this coffee cup is through the field first and foremost all of us are connected in this through these invisible fields and it's this general field awareness that is the hallmark of a spiritual awakening mm, yeah you said you went through this for about six months where you were maybe like this, there was this surging energy and there, but there was like a normalization process with that. I want to talk about a couple of different things. One be, you know, you had this time of this awakening where there were physical and energetic effects yeah. and you are like now you're not experiencing those anymore. So a couple of things with that one being the normalization and let's explore the normalization a little bit. And the other is any maybe misunderstandings that people might have as those symptoms start to subside, like, oh, I lost it. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. It Yes. And so let's start with the, the first piece to that. Okay. The normalization. Yeah. Thing. Like how it does, it's something, it's like a new normal for a while and how that kind of works through time. Right. We have a, our physical body, it's, but we're layered as onions. So we have a physical body, a mental body, a emotional body, and then we have this etheric body. And there's a causal body and spirit body, et cetera. Anyways, so we have kind of layers of an onion. And what you're talking, you go through this kind of awakening, you're taking basically want the, that etheric body is getting a significant upgrade to it. But the other, <laughs> the other bodies may not be upgraded yet. So it's like dropping a V12 into your like, into your, your pinto or something. And that's like what's initially happening in this stage of, wow, I'm like, I'm electroman, and but I can't seem to contain the energy because it just, because the little like pinto short, bot, short the, circuiting the, things. Yeah, the pinto is not really well equipped. It's like to handle this V12 super engine. And so there's a catch up process of, integrating these changes and adapting such that the body can handle that new level of electrical charge right and as as that does comes or as that plays into it then yeah everything eventually begins to normalize in that you can it you're not randomly just frying circuits around you all the time right okay so as that normalizes. And like you said, for you, that took about six months. And so is there any sort of residual or psychological 
aspect to that once once you feel back to normal or you're used to it and it might be like something exciting had been happening for six months and maybe you felt like supercharged and really connected and and then how does it feel when that's normal you know what I mean yes I do and there it's a it's an exciting time to be going through when you're going through these changes because yeah because as freaky as it is it's also kind of special and it feels <laughs> that way uh-huh. and you're like ooh, you know and it's really easy to identify with all the superhero stories and you're like you and you're like, wow, you don't really understand what's happening to you, but you know, it's definitely something's happening to you. And there's this freaky stuff. And during this period of time, what happens is all like doubts in regarding the, like the world of the paranormal just fall away. And it just becomes, it pretty much quickly enters into a near, where you don't question anymore. Oh, is, does the paranormal exist? You're like, oh no, it exists. And whether or not we understand it is, that's another question, but, you know, everything gets, gets really trippy in that regard. And because your whole life, your life itself, what's happening to you is, can. Is proof of it. it. Yeah. You're just, you're like, yeah. You don't, Energy you don't is a thing. <laughs> I can feel it. Yeah, yeah, I can feel it. And then you begin to have, then there's these weird kind of things where all of a sudden you'll feel like some surge of energy through your, coming through your body. And at the same time of that, a, a paint can on the porch all of a sudden falls over. Mm. And you're like, wait, you see, that's all. And you're like, okay, that would be. How, why did that paint can fall over? But more importantly is that thing happened at the same time I felt something in my body. Right. Yeah. Now it's, it's a like super connection and right. But yeah. it, that still doesn't answer. Oh, did I make that paint can fall over bite or did, or was I just feeling something that happened to the paint can? Yeah. You know, there's a, it's a really kind of confusing period of time because the cause and effect of things gets blown wide open and you don't really know, am I just sensing things? Am I actually causing them to happen? But certainly what you can't deny is that all of a sudden very mysterious things are happening in one's experience, in one's, right. yeah. in one's life experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when that normalizes, is there like a come down period or like a hangover period or something that people need to take into consideration? I know for me, as I kind of got hooked on it, it was almost became like a drug. So what I went doing is just like searching for the next level because I'd be like, okay, as soon as things started to normalize and flatten and they start like re-entering what I would call the mundane where the routines are starting to come back in place the upgrade has happened now this is the thing and it's not to say that anybody who goes through this experience that they can take an upgrade and now they can go off on a track and go oh they can resume life but now that's going to be different 
at least to a certain portion and resume life that way, normalize again, if you will. For me, I couldn't really do that. And so anytime things would get tracking back towards the mundane, I would feel this sense of what I call like divine discontent that somehow I was just settling back into another box and that wasn't okay with me. Mm-hmm. And so I actively pursued, where do I go next? How do I continue this mm-hmm. process? Mm-hmm. And for those that choose to do that, there, it's, it keeps going. And so it becomes a kind of a rinse and repeat. And there are, the number of levels is vast. And there is so much, the big universe. And I guess one thing to that I wish to highlight with this is that there can be a feeling of as this new energy gets in, integrated and it does, and you get used to it and it kind of normalizes and your system settles back down, there can be a feeling like you lost it or I went back to normal. Or like, if we think about it in 3D, 5D, maybe like you get so used to being in a higher, a higher frequency, a higher dimension or something that it feels like you came back to what it was just because you're not feeling power surges anymore. But that is not, I would say it's not that you've gone and you've lost anything. It's just that it's now like your system has stabilized and it's come into homeostasis. It's adapted. And now it's the, this is, it's no longer new, but it's you're upgraded. Like you've completed that upgrade. Is that correct? Is that safe to say? Okay. Yeah. And the thing that you can't really be seen during our lifetime is the all the other potential tracks of things that were uh, avoided Mm. so it's once you actually normalize whatever in life carries on you're not able to actually see what would have happened to your life if you hadn't upgraded yeah there's that 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 kind of thing comes in it kind of a end of life review type of a process where you you know, but we don't really know and we can't track because we know where we're at. It's hard to know what would have happened on the roads with that we didn't take. Right. Yeah. So it is with life. <laughs> yeah. So one, one other thing I want to explore is we talked about this in terms of a Kundalini awakening. And this is, it's a spiritual awakening. A lot of times, a lot of times a Kundalini awakening is part of a a spiritual awakening. Can you talk a little bit about what the symptoms, what might be some things that people are experiencing when this type of thing is happening? Well, I know for one, for me, and this is particularly the case, is that at each stage or level there's at some point in there there's gonna there's gonna be basically a frequency uptick so you, your core like carrier signal will get upgraded to the, to the next octave and w- when that happens it 
creates like this, almost like you feel like you're having a panic attack because you got two reference signals that are coming into your heart and it'll feel like, it feels like you might be having a heart attack, you might feel like just heart palpitations. And this is where you have an old signal and a new signal, but for a short period of time, they're both there. And this is one of the things that, that I'm so glad I like, was like, that revelation was made to me while in the midst of having one of these things feeling like, Oh my God, I'm dying. I'm dying. That's what a, the panic attack makes you feel that way. Not that you actually are, but you really feel like you are. And, and then what I did is I, all of a sudden I was able to discern, Oh, there's two signals in here. And I just relaxed and I'm like, okay. And I trust. And I just, I just thought I'd let go of the resistance. And I found, I just pop right onto that new one. The old one, falls away so as soon as you make switch the tracks palpitation goes away the upgrade clicks in and there will be a new level of energy that comes with that and with that comes a greater awareness and then there's a there's an assimilation or integration period with each uptake mm -hmm. and this is a lot when we were talking about in terms of ascension symptoms and um, there can be extreme fatigue that kicks in your body is basically is trying to shut down to go into it to reboot itself and it needs a lot of sleep this is that's one of the symptoms and I then had that yeah I, that happened the, to you yes remember you were with me so we were coming back from the retreat center was this like two yeah. years ago yeah I, it was the the first time that we held a retreat. You and I went up to just go and visit or prepare. I think it wasn't the retreat itself, but it was like a few days before or a couple of weeks before or something or something like that. And I was driving us back mm -hmm. and we'd been like, it was a really high vibe time where yeah. just, we really were feeling like we were in, swimming in something like very high frequency. And so we're driving back and I was like, my heart hurts. Like I thought it was this, it felt like a classic heart attack. And it was yeah. specifically on one side, more on my left side. And I had to pull over and take some deep breaths and it was so strange and it came and went like I, it, but that was the big, when I had to pull over, I was like, okay. that was like the big where, you know, cause these things can be confusing and it can be like, okay, is there something physical happening? Am I about to pass out or something? But then oh, yeah. even once we got through that big, that was like the biggest wave, but then it carried on for a few days, I want to say where I would get these squeezes in my heart. And it, so it can feel very alarming. And, no, and I've had sure. other times where I've had smaller episodes of that. But yeah, it's really amazing how that can come into play. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. What about do you remember feeling any big vibrations in your body. Like I've had other experiences and they haven't lasted. And there've been a lot lately where just certain like shocker points will be vibrating and I'll just be like trying to fall asleep and it'll be like, oh man, I can physically feel a shaking, but just in very specific 
points in my body and often like that they're around different chakras and, and they're like bands. So not like a small, like I think of a chakra as like a sphere, like an energy sphere, but it's like a whole band, like a cross section of the body that's vibrating. Did you have anything like that with yours? Yeah. And lots of activity and all the chakra systems and in various different times. It was like, it was like some, some higher intelligence being was sitting there playing this chakra system like a flute. And so I can't say it was it in general, like for me, the Kundalini rising was pretty much, it was came up, but, but after the initial activation, then from there, it's been sometimes it it could be any of the chakras that get (laughs) played. And when they get, when that note gets played, then that chakra is going to increase its spin. And then there are experiences of of one is one can feel like a sense of constriction like in a particular chakra they can feel like it's either not moving or it's it like there's a band that's constricting it and so that's one kind of experience that you might be feeling in a very different center and so that's what's being worked through by the rise of energy for that to finally break free, break that band. And then when that does, then it kind of, and then you get a, there's a definitive sensation and you might even have a, you may get a visual image of what you called, I think like a, like, well, you called it a band, but like a disc um, that's, that's, that's now lighting up that wasn't lit up beforehand and so these just continue to expand as you just basically are cleaning all the chakra systems out of and each one of them is like a is like an onion Mm -hmm. so there's layers in there and when the whole all the stacks of the layers are are unblocked then that particular it's if you could feel like a bliss vibe it goes straight into that chakra Mm, yeah and it's like yeah and those are the real moments when you hit the the real deep breakthroughs and you can just feel yeah yeah what about I don't know if there was any other symptoms that you want to talk about did you experience any sounds or any or maybe not even just with that first one but in subsequent where you're getting tones in your ears the ringing of the ears yeah totally tones and this is one of those things where there's tinnitus i know that a lot of people have tinnitus is i can't be in your head to know exactly what that is for you but but yeah so all of a sudden there's like tinnitus and that was really predominant during the the awakening kind of thing and until i started to make sense again dropping resistance to these things and I noticed that certain tones that would be annoying or something, but if I just paid attention to it and kind of listened to the tone, then I noticed it would, it's like, it was just a signal that my brain was trying to receive. And as soon as I just let it, then the brain would actually just harmonize with it. And then the tone would go away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. 
And then I started to notice that those tended to actually correlate. As soon as I would notice and integrate that tone, it would create a subtle shift in my inner energy body. I was like, oh, something's going on here. And again, I drop resistance to the tones. I'm like, okay, these are just incoming, incoming connections that are part of my own energy field. And I'm just, I'm just reconnecting You're... parts of my, myself. Yeah. I've perceived in really relaxed states as well. Cause I hear a lot of tones and even when I don't have tones, there's always like a ringing in my ears and I have noticed when I'm really relaxed and I'm in a lot of awareness and kind of hyper aware that I can, for one thing, through where I'm paying attention in my brain, like where I'm sending my awareness, it changes the tones. So if I'm paying attention higher up in my brain, then the sound mm -hmm. is, has a higher pitch to it. And that there are like layers within it. So I can listen to it, different things. And then I'm like, oh, I think there's some sort of beyond cognitive communication that's or available through it. Mm -hmm. But also yeah. it seems that it's a, it's a manifestation of a stream of energy that yeah. I am that's running through the center of my body where it's, it's actually a set me sensing and through my sound the stream of energy, the stream of consciousness that is in my body, that's coming from beyond and coming through my crown and into the center of my, through my like central channel or whatever we want to call that part of the toroidal field, the inner inside of the toroidal field. Um, it's like, oh, I think that this is actually sensing the passing of that continuous stream of energy. And like you say, like kind of changing the relationship of it, because I can easily say, oh, I have tinnitus because I constantly can tune into a ringing in my ears. And it's so I could do that. But for me, it's like, oh, I think there I think that this is something like that is being perceived that is like my spirit, my soul, like it's a way to perceive it's like a manifestation of that through, through that sense of sound. That's more fun for me. That's way more fun <laughs> to think, oh man, this is me actually experiencing my spirit, my soul, rather than, oh my goodness, this ringing is never going to stop. Yeah. That's what we call rolling with the punches. Right. Mm. Uh, but, and that's a very helpful like thing to do because throughout the whole spiritual awakening process is that you're going to encounter these points where you may be you're up against a wall you're pushing against something and if it's if you're not able to 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 budge okay or and you're not able to clear that whatever obstacle or in this case you're not able to dis dissipate or get rid of the tinnitus if you look at it as that as something that's wrong is to simply just let go of all resistance and see what happens yeah yeah and you go okay whatever i'm just going to accept it i'm going to flow with it and we'll just see what happens and that's a little bit it's a step of faith because you're like 
Because in a sense, you're like, okay, if that's a, something harmful, I'm just letting it have access to me. But it's really what you're doing is you're putting your trust and faith in in a process. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then you go, okay, this something that's happening is great. It to me is greater than that which I'm aware. And I have, at the end of the day, I'm not going to understand it as I go through it. I will understand it later and it'll make perfect sense. Right. I just have to trust this because I certainly can't stop what's happening. Mm-hmm. So I fight it or just flow with it. I recommend flow with it. Well, and, and you, yeah, you bring up a great point too about the, I may not understand it. And I think that especially traditional human experience, traditional human consciousness wants everything to fit into a box. And we want to be able to say, this is what this is. Yeah, It is this and it is not that. And, and we want, so for example, if we take the tinnitus, we take the we take the tones. Let's say that we do what you said, where it's, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to feel into this. I'm going to lean into it. And my brain is going to harmonize. My brain is going to accept this and it's going to integrate it. And so traditional human consciousness is going to go, okay. And then what? So what? So you do that. And then you understand exactly why that tone came in, you get some new knowledge, you get some new understanding. And I, my experience with various ascension symptoms is that it does not work that way. Something may come in, I may get a tone, it may be very, very strong. And using tones as an example, it could be something else, could be seeing symbols, it could be feeling my chakras vibrating, it could be a surge of energy, whatever it might be. But And then there might be this expectation of, okay, now I can solve this problem in my life. I understand this thing. I can speak to dead people. I can heal people. I can, whatever we think there's going to be an effect that was very, very clear in the material world, in our life stream, in our life experience. What say you? (laughs) How does it work? Do we get it? How has it worked for you when you get these types of things and you feel like they're integrating and you're kind of like, okay, I did the work. I integrated. I listened to the tone. I let it move through my brain. Is it then like, boom, I now know exactly what that was, or I have some sort of in-depth knowledge of what I just went through. But I've, what I've tended for me I would, I began to recognize, let's say, what the process of receiving an upgrade was like. And so as things have gone by, I'm a lot more familiar with the signs of what's going on. And you probably, through our interactions over the last few years, you could probably recognize some of this where like a time will come up and I'm like, okay, there's something's coming up Mm -hmm. and I can begin to feel like there's a quickening 
And so there's an overall, yeah, it's like the ambient field is starting to charge up and I'll and get thicker that. kind of, yeah, yeah more, more, more palpable, palpable mm-hmm. with energy. And so I'm like, okay, something's coming and not unlike the kind of the sensation you might experience on a, a thunders, one of the big old lightning storms when it's rolling in and there's some electricity mm-hmm. in the air. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's. And I get pretty excited generally. I'm like, oh, you know, it all, it's coming I'll, in. It's coming in. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. And then there's the arrival point, which is definitely experienced as a surge. And I just, in the moment, I just, I just capture the surge. I don't worry too much about trying to unpack it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as it comes in, I'll be usually given a, it, by this stage anyways, I'll have a, some point in there, I'll have a flash vision of what the package that has arrived is about, but it doesn't, the vision that I get is, I can't even put words to rarely because it's, mm-hmm. it's a higher dimensional, too many, dimi- I just can't put mm-hmm. it into words and that's okay, but it has a specific signature to it. And so like the quality of it is known. There's a beauty to it that's known. And this is how it works. Again, it's how it works for me now. And then what happens is in the ensuing and maybe um, it could be a few days to a few weeks to even a few months, that'll unpack. And every time something of that kind of unpacks in my awareness, it still has the signature of that kind of event. And so I, then I begin to connect the dots. Oh, this is the integration of that mm. piece, piece that came in. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love that. And that's one of the things that I want to emphasize is that through the sort of opening, as we continue to expand, as we continue to experience things and we're getting more parts of ourselves that are, that are joining this human experience. And because I know I have been like this for sure on my journey. And I get a lot of questions that from people who have a similar frame of reference, where it just is, what is this that's happening and what is it not? And like wanting a definition, wanting to again, put it in a box and, and under, and wanting to have clear answers that are, it is this, and it's not that. And it's just, it's so layered. So many things that we're experiencing are happening. There are layers to it. There are layers that will be obvious to us that we can accept. There are things that are happening that are true, but they're beyond what we're able to understand or pick up on or are ready to accept. And it's just this, I just want to encourage listeners to allow there to be mystery, Mm. accept that it's not necessarily always going to be something that's going to have a black and white answer. And the further I go, the less black and white everything is. It's just, there's not, it's just not, it's, there's just, no, there aren't clear boundaries with these types of things. It's yeah, something can be a Kundalini awakening and 
at that time, you may also be getting soul parts of yourselves that have not been part of this human experience that are dropping in and integrating. And you might be moving to another band of frequency that is new for you, that is related to an access of an, a, a dimension that you didn't have access to, that's related to an expansion. If When you talk about the onion and that we've got these layers, it's like you can be expanding into a new layer that wasn't active. And it could be a galactic type of interaction where you're getting a frequency from your team. You're getting like integrated, like a harmonization type of thing. There's so much that it can be. And it doesn't mean that because it's one thing that it's not the other things. And it's just being like, there's just, it's such a vast universe and there's so much happening and we're not always ready to consider some of the things that it could be. It could totally freak somebody out to be like, wait, galactic, what? I've got galactic <laughs> beings inter interfering, quote unquote, but helping you. That may be just not, you're not ready for that and that's okay. But anyway, I don't know what my point was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's just, it's I, everything. <laughs> that's a good point. And this is one of the things, it's like the fail safe and I'll, tell you this is like a little secret hack because i know that ultimately all right if you gather together every, all it is everything all together into one place it's awesome so one of the things like as it'd be like when you're trying to figure out what to trust or what not to trust and whenever i'm interacting with various different energies I always know that if something were to come in that would overwhelm me or try to take over something like that, all I have to do is invite the rest of the universe. Because mm -hmm. <sighs> once everything gets in there, trust me, everything, all, everything is put into order. And that's one of the things. There's nothing that's intrinsically wrong on itself, but the order of things does matter. Mm. As any cook or any musician or anyone doing any task knows that order does matter in the assembly of things. So one of the cool things is when the whole, when all that is comes together, it auto orients itself into the proper order. That's what we call it. That's the divine. And so understand that if you can look, you can take on all these kinds of energies. Don't be afraid because all you, you don't have, all you have to do is if you put too much you know if you put too much pepper in your soup there's ways to actually you can dilute the soup mm -hmm. so you know until you reach the right pepper content so there there's that and so you said the key operator there and i remember how many if we were to put down a list of how many questions did you ask me which said you were saying is it this or is it that and my answer was yes yes yeah a gazillion that's a pretty long it was a pretty big number yeah right? gazillion yeah gazillion. i don't even know how many zeros a gazillion has but it's got to be a lot <laughs> yeah and so that's funny and, and as the as we move from say a 3d oriented consciousness up to call it a 5d consciousness 
that's one of the things we're actually moving from a more from a linear finite type of thinking to a multi-dimensional view and you go oh okay wow everything that happens has this has multiple layers to it there's we you and i are sitting here talking on this podcast but we also have other aspects of of ourselves up to where we have soul level where there's soul level, there's contracts that are established at a soul level. And then there are contracts and interactions that are occur at a galactic level and a planetary level. Again, like kind of layers of this onion. And this is multidimensional reality. So all of the events that are occurring actually cross through. It's a singular event that's poking through all those different layers. So that such that every encounter that we have, if we're cognizant of it, has all these different layers to it so it's not this or that or that it's and it's this and this and this and this it's all happening Mm, yeah i love that this has been so fun and yeah this is awesome you know what i think anybody who's listening this conversation very easily could have sparked like lots of questions So feel free to send an email. What I would love to do is have a follow-up to this where people have asked their own questions with things that have been triggered. My email address is just kara at karagoodwin.com. And I spell Kara with a K. So kara at karagoodwin.com. Send me your questions that have been sparked that we haven't touched on here. And then we can do a follow-up and specifically tune into things that people have been prompted to ask. How's that sound? Sounds good. Yeah. Cause we did not cover it all. I know. Right. <laughs> but I think that I do get the strong sense. This is a good place good rather place. than to keep letting the fire hose. Cause I think we've given a lot for people to think about and consider. This would be a good place to stop and then we can address specific things that come from it awesome thank you so much michael this has really been so wonderful thank you for having me and good luck and god bless all you out there who are going through it absolutely thank you i hope you enjoyed this episode i'd love to ask you for one quick favor and that's to share this episode with one person who you think will benefit from it Let them know you're thinking about them by sharing this episode with them right now. Thank you, and I look forward to the next meditation conversation.